Today's episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast is proud to be partnered with Anchor Podcasts. Anchor is the easiest way for anyone to make a podcast. If you have a latent idea that's just kind of lying around for a show you would like to record one day, I'm confident that anyone could use this platform to host, record, and distribute your podcast, turning your idea into a reality. Anchor puts everything you need to be successful all in one place. You can start a new recording right from your mobile device. They also have convenient creation tools that allow you to edit your audio files so they sound crisp and great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, letting listeners find your show almost everywhere, including Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several others. And best of all, it's free. There are no hosting fees or monthly subscriptions or minimum listener counts, just an easy-to-use platform to get your podcast out there at no cost to you. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast, a show that seeks to marvel at the mercy of God that meets us in our messy ministries. I'm, of course, your host, Brad Gray. I'm the senior pastor at Stonington Baptist Church in Paxinos, Pennsylvania. Uh, this show is just a, another opportunity for me to uh, share some things that have been on my heart, share some uh, details that have been going on in my life. And uh, I know it's been uh, a while since my last show. I think it's been since the early part of January. Uh, and I'm so sorry for that. Uh, this has been actually a, a really busy season of life for me. I know everyone is probably saying that right now and scoffing at me for saying that, uh, but uh, nevertheless, it has been a busy season uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, I'm in the throes of seminary life, uh, and so I'm in the middle of a class right now that is having me write a lot more words than I thought, and so I've been uh, writing uh, furiously and copious amounts of words for uh, lots of different seminary assignments and and whatnot, and uh, I'm adding, or I'm I'm, I'm thankful for uh, all the opportunities to write and all the opportunities to uh, read and study God's Word and to explore the different facets of the Word, uh, as I've been able to uh, this semester for seminary. Uh, but then on top of that, of course, you add to that uh, the novelty and the unprecedented season uh, that the coronavirus pandemic has uh, brought on. And, and nevertheless, uh, needless to say, it's been a jam-packed uh, first few months of 2020. <laughs> uh, definitely not uh, what I was expecting to uh, get into um, when I was entering this, this year. I didn't at all think that this this is how uh, things were going to go, of course. Uh, but, you know, uh, we roll with the punches and we are understanding that God has a purpose. Um, God has a plan. God has uh, something that he is showing us, uh, even if it's just that the fact that we are not as in, as in control as we think we are and uh, probably even less than that. And I'm thankful that we can learn lessons like that, though I pray for those who are afflicted uh, with this virus, and I pray for all the lives that have already been taken by this. It is such a harrowing season, and the only prayer that I can give for uh, this this time right now is, Lord Jesus, come quickly. And I know and I'm confident that uh, that God, through all this, he is going to be glorified, and that the church uh, I pray will be stronger for it, uh, and that many folks will uh, be able to see uh, their great need for Christ and for salvation. And uh, I pray that the Lord will be glorified um, through this season. I know that He will. Uh, I do have some great shows coming up in the.
the next couple weeks, I've been planning, uh, even as I've been writing uh, so for my seminary classes, I've been planning uh, some podcast episodes for Ministry Minded, uh, some interviews I got coming out soon, uh, and some other just standalone shows like this one uh, that I'm wanting to record. And uh, I was waiting, though, till I got a new microphone, which uh, you are now uh, enjoying the sounds of. So hopefully my my voice sounds sultry in your ears. Uh, it sounds sweet and nice and good. And uh, But uh, no, I'm glad uh, for the opportunity to uh, speak to you. And I'm going to make an effort to keep this podcast a little bit more regular uh, in the weeks and months to come. Uh, to that end, I was asked recently by one of my friends, uh, one of my churchgoers, her name is Anna Bradigan. Shout out to Anna. Uh, she is a director of Child Evangelism Fellowship here in Pennsylvania, one of the uh, just a, a great great servant of the Lord and minister to uh, many, many children all across uh, central Pennsylvania. Uh, and so she asked me, though, on a Facebook post about some of my uh, study methods and habits and the tools that I use when I'm studying or writing. Uh, and she asked me to uh, write about that, blog about that. I figured I would do a podcast about it. Uh, it'd be a little bit easier for me to speak these out. Uh, just talk about how I study. Uh, and so that's what we're going to do today. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the um, some of the habits and methods and tools that I use when I study the the things that I've adele- developed and adapted through the years of writing and and studying for sermons and whatnot. And uh, so uh, on that topic, uh, speaking of, if you have something you would like me to cover uh, in an upcoming episode, a question you want me to tackle, or just a topic you want me to discuss uh, uh, for a little bit of time, feel free to drop me an email or connect with me on uh, Facebook or on Instagram. I'll put links. Uh, in the notes for the show uh, for you to do uh, all the all those different things connect with, with me on all those various platforms and uh, put your question there and I'll be sure to uh, include it in an upcoming episode uh, I've been writing for a long time uh, if you go back into the archives um, I think the earliest is about 2013 I started writing when um, my wife and I, uh, Natalie and I, first moved to Florida. Uh, I had been mulling over uh, uh, some things that I had been reading uh, at the time uh, when we made that move from South Carolina to Florida. And um, it was just, I had to have an outlet. Uh, I wasn't in a ministry position at the time, and I was reading a lot of books about theology and the gospel and being gospel-centered and Jesus-centered and all those sorts of things. And um, I needed a way to share uh, what I was thinking and what I was processing. Um, and so uh, I ended up starting a blog. This, of course, uh, how it looks now uh, is, of course, nothing uh, like it looked back then. I started blogging on Tumblr of all places, and I uh, eventually have now found a home on Squarespace at graceupongrace.net. And I'm thankful for all the experiences I've been able to have as a writer, all the people it has connected me with, uh, the various places it has taken me. And I'm really um, thankful for what God has taught me through writing. Um, I've been blogging for so long and writing for so long. Um, that it could be easy to um, get sort of in a rut, so to speak. Um, And I would say that, you know, anyone goes through those seasons. Um, But, you know, what I hope to share with you today is some, some, 
methods, not techniques or tick, trips, uh, uh, tricks or tips or anything like that. Um, maybe they will seem that way, but just some things that I've been able to stick with. Uh, it, I think, you know, one of the things I, I have learned is, is to, when you feel like you're in a, 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 a period, a season where you, um, are just feeling like you can't get words out, uh, one of the things I've found uh, to do is to stop r- trying to write and to actually just read. Also, what I've found is to just keep on writing, <laughs> uh, which sounds really backwards. Um, but eventually you will break through those walls and the words will start flowing again. Um, but I've been writing uh, s- uh, since 2013 and I-, I just wanted to share just why I started the blog and it really, uh, like I said just a minute ago, it's just because I wanted to process. I needed a place, an outlet to process uh, what I was learning, what I was reading. Um, and that's what I would say is, I think now looking back on it, one of the, the chiefest things that has helped me in my preaching has been writing. Uh, writing blogs has helped me just immensely when it comes to focusing my sermons, to focusing uh, what I want to say. I, I, I definitely think that writing has helped me uh, make them clearer, make them more succinct, make them uh, more concise, and I'm able to say uh, exactly what I want to say because I know uh, exactly what I'm trying, the, the point I'm trying to get across, the the, the message I'm trying to convey. Uh, I, I, I'm able to think about that that in sort of an essay-like form, uh, that has really helped my sermon, uh, my sermon preparation. Uh, and I say that to say because um, a lot of these tools and habits that, that I'm going to share with you are easily adaptable um, between sermon writing and just regular blog writing. Either way, if you're just doing a, a, a blog for um, a website that you're doing, or or if you're prepping for a sermon, uh, either one will, you'll 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 feel uh, really comfortable uh, with. Uh, the only thing that's different, though, I'll mention right off the bat here, is that when I'm prepping for a sermon, as opposed to like an article, a column, or something that I'm doing for a website, uh, I have found um, that when I'm prepping for a sermon, one of the best practices I've uh, started doing is actually printing out the text of Scripture that I'm going to preach from, uh, and that has really just aided my uh, thoughts, my understanding, collecting my my uh, various scattered thoughts on the text and uh, allow me to collect them uh, in a way that keeps them really connected to the text of Scripture that I'm preaching from. So this week, for instance, I'm getting ready to preach from Mark chapter 10, verses 32 through 52, uh, sort of the last half of, the, of chapter 10 there. And uh, so in preparation for that, I'll just walk you through my process. I will copy uh, the entire text of the text of scripture. So from Mark 10, I'll copy all the verses and I'll put it in a Word doc. And I have formatted the Word doc uh, in such a way to where the text is very narrowly in the middle of the page with really, really extra wide margins on either side. And the text is uh, double spaced, which allows me to draw lines, draw arrows, write notes, and just circle things, highlight things uh, right along with the text. Um, I have really found this to be super beneficial when I am reading a text of Scripture. Um, People like to put notes in their Bibles. I'm not one to do that. Uh, So this is the next best thing for me. And I've started keeping a notebook of all of of these notes that I've made on various texts of Scripture. Um, But I like to be able to um, put my notes together put my thoughts together um, 
in uh, a format and a way that uh, allows me to see the text of scripture right along with the things that I'm thinking. Um, I'm able to, um, it, it just really helps me get a full a sort of big picture view of the text and be also able to, it also allows me to be able to wrap my head around the text. And so um, if you, if you notice in the, in the notes for the show, I've included a link to uh, that formatted word doc uh, in the resources. You can download it. You can use it uh, if you want to, or even if you don't want to, you can just see what it looks like. Uh, Cause that will really be, uh, the basis of where my sermons will come from. Uh, and so uh, in my sermon preparation process, after I print out that text, I'll sit and I'll just grab my hand, uh, my highlighters in a pencil, and I'll just work my way through the entire passage. I'll just circle things that will jump out to me, words that uh, perhaps don't make sense to me, or phrases that uh, appear strange, or I'll, I'll note some connections that I see, uh, references that I, I, I can immediately uh, understand, or um, even cross-references that I'll immediately be um, reminded of. And I'll just jot down all those things, thoughts, questions, um, and all that kind of stuff. I'll just put it in the margins uh, and right along with the text. And it just allows me to come back to it and know that when I sit down to really do some more investigative research, I, I know what I'm going to look for. I'm going to look up this word, or I'm going to look up this phrase, or I'm going to see what other people have to say uh, about this particular uh, phrase or verse or passage or what have you. Um, and I'm always surprised just by how reading and breaking down a text in this way uh, just eventually leads to an outline that just surfaces on its own. Uh, you know, it's not something that I have to like really stretch or really uh, m- m- like force an outline into the text. Eventually, uh, many times um, an outline forms itself, <laughs> uh, ironically enough. Now, I've, I preach um, different ways sometimes depending on the text. Sometimes it's just I'm just preaching through the narrative. Narrative sermons uh, are m- many times like that. There's really no, here's point one, point two, point three, uh, or what have you. Uh, it's just walking through verse by verse. Um, other times, though, you can break down the text in three or four points. And that's really something I learned from uh, my mentor, uh, Dr. Jim Blaylock. He's the pastor of Beacon Baptist Church in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, one of the things I learned from him, just hearing his sermons for uh, a number of years, um, which, by the way, I, I've included those in the resources, too. You have to go listen to Dr. Blaylock's sermons. Uh, he is one of the most gifted orators I've ever heard. Um, but one of the things I, I learned from him that I've stolen from him, if you want to say it that way, is just breaking down the text of Scripture in three or four points and keeping those points simple and concise um, and keeping them something that's memorable, not uh, this elaborate, fancy, uh, really complex uh, way to break down the text. Just here's a lesson about this and here's a lesson about that. And it's remarkable to me what happens when you have that simplicity in your mind and when you have Christ as uh, your sort of motivating force when you're studying any text of Scripture, just how uh, how simple it is to break down a text when you know that eventually your goal is to get to Christ uh, and your goal is to get to the cross uh, and you're and you're going to show uh, just how this shows the gospel. Um, 
I'm always um, blessed by that, and and I'm always encouraged by be, uh, my uh, ability, um, or not my ability, but the Spirit's ability to reveal that to me. Um, so uh, back to the sermon prep. So once I have that outline uh, and it, the slew of thoughts that I've written in the margins, uh, that's when I transfer that outline to another Word doc that I'll have typed up and which will serve as the document which I preach from. I preach from an iPad uh, and and uh, I'll put all those notes sort of in an outline form once I have the outline kind of uh, uh, more finished and finalized and formatted. And it's at this point I'll begin reading and taking cues from other commentaries or other Bible studies, uh, which brings me to perhaps my most favorite Bible study tool, which is Precept Austin. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Precept Austin before, but my dad actually got me turned on to Precept Austin back in the day. And it is one of my favorite websites I have ever seen, ever come across. Precept Austin is a website that aggregates commentaries from all over the internet and and on a particular book of the scripture and it puts them all in one place for you to really easily access them all at just a click or just a tap or what have you uh, so for instance um like this week i'm going through the book of mark on sunday mornings at my church i can go to the page for the gospel of mark and pretty much every single available resource that's online uh is laid out for you right in front of you with easy navigation and access old commentaries new commentaries old sermons new sermon studies all of it is there for you and it's all broken down by chapter or even in some cases it's broken down by verse uh, i've included a link to that website in the resources precept austin is a great resource if you want to see uh, what john calvin has to say on a particular passage and what thomas constable has to say on a particular passage or what have you there's so many different uh commentaries that are there for you you can access even the reformation study bible from there you can access some of john MacArthur's sermons you can access john piper's sermons in many cases uh on a on particular books um it's just a robust resource that i will um go to at, at once I have my outline sort of finished, you know, on the text of Scripture, and I have it transferred into my uh, digital Word doc, I will go to Precept Austin. I'll kind of poke around, do some investigation, do some research on the text, and just read what uh, other commentaries are saying once I've kind of formulated what I think the passage is saying. And and uh, I'll do that. And along with that, uh, two of my other favorite tools when I'm studying scripture are Bible Gateway and Blue Letter Bible. I'm sure you've heard of these before. Bible Gateway is a great, uh, just simple Bible website. It has so many different versions that are available to you that you can uh, read, that you can also put in parallel form. So usually what happens, uh, I will have uh, the uh, I'll have Bible Gateway open to uh, the King James and the Christian Standard Bible versions. Uh, King James is what I preach from normally, and uh, the Christian Standard just adds a ton of uh, just clarity and insight to uh, passages that might be more difficult in some cases. And so I'll have those open in parallel, so I can just kind of uh, see the differences in the text and whatnot. And then I'll have Blue Letter Bible open, which is an awesome tool which gives uh, both the Hebrew and Greek uh, lexicon entries for each word in a verse. Uh, which I have found to be super, super helpful. Um, I am not one to sort of um, really harp on uh, Greek and Hebrew meanings a lot. I have not taken Greek or Hebrew uh, for my Master's of Divinity degree, which I'm taking from Midwestern right now. Uh, 
much to my detriment, I guess I would say. So Blue Letter Bible is really essential for me to have open, just getting uh, what the what the meanings are. And I found so many gems uh, in investigating the original meanings of these words. And many times it's helped me in my sermon preparation to just immense degrees. Uh, so um, I'll avail yourself of Blue Letter Bible. It's really easy to use and it's and it's it's really just simple. It's really easily, uh, really user-friendly, really uh, easily accessible. Um, maybe perhaps you're shocked that I don't use Logos. Um, you know, Logos Bible software is like the, you know, premier studying software for, um, you know, seminary students and pastors. And I've used it uh, a few times. I've tried it out a few times. I've never been able to just uh, spend enough time with it to crave it enough to uh, pay that price tag. <laughs> uh, that's really just the truth of the matter. Um, but also, I think there's another thing that uh, makes me not want to, you know, get Logos Bible software or anything like that. Um because I actually, one of the thrills, and this may seem just something that's not you, <laughs> and that's okay, um, but I really just enjoy the thrill of studying. Uh, I enjoy sort of the thrill of like hunting and searching when it comes to a passage of scripture and finding, you know, that nugget that some commentator said or some preacher said, you know, back in like the 1700s about this particular passage. And it just screams out to you and reaches out to you, you know, hundreds of years later. And it just is so powerful. I, that's one of my greatest uh, thrills is just doing that sort of investigative work uh, on my own. Uh, doing that sort of research uh, by myself and being able to come up with different places and be able to study the scriptures in that way. And that's really um, why I love to write and that's why I love to to preach. Uh, that's one of my greatest joys, um, unpacking a text of scripture and just letting that text unveil itself to me. Uh, what does this passage say? What does it say about Jesus? And what does that what does that mean uh, for me as a person who has been saved by Jesus? Um, and that's why I try to avoid commentaries until the very end of my studies on a particular passage. Um, I just enjoy soaking myself in a text and letting it marinate for a few days. Let it sink in and, and, and sink in and seep into uh, my thought processes. And there will usually come a, a like a moment, like a eureka-like moment. And that's when suddenly the text will make sense to me. Like all of the things kind of fit together, and at least for preaching that is. And uh, Natalie can attest to this. I'll come home and be like, it happened. Uh, uh, it kind of like a light bulb moment goes off in your head when you let just the text just sit and you 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 marinate on it, you chew on it. Um, and I love just I just I love that process. I love the process of letting the word seep into uh, seep into my pores, if I can use that analogy. And I love reading and studying and just putting together a sermon in that way. And and I I think it's one of the ways that I know that I've been called to be a preacher. Um, you know, I really don't like attention, uh, but I love getting behind the pulpit and preaching. Um, I love, uh, I love expounding scripture 
It's one of my greatest thrills, uh, just pouring my heart and my soul and my mind into a sermon and then bearing that heart and soul and mind when I'm proclaiming that sermon and preaching it and showing people just how uh, in, outrageous God's grace is and just how immense his love is for them. And and uh, that's what I love to do. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm so passionate about this is, is I, I just want to show more people uh how good Jesus Christ is and how uh how good his grace is and how uh how amazing his gospel is the news that it proclaims is news that is so surprising and shocking and and it should be uh rightfully so and uh, that's why I always want to have Jesus as uh the the narrative tool by which I understand the scriptures so um that's the only person I'm I'm ever trying to uh, showcase and show forth it's Jesus, Him alone. I want Him to be the one that I uh, make much of, that I want the spotlight to rest on, and uh, that's why I keep my study methods simple. But I think they're also uh, ones that allow me to uh, spend some time in Scripture. Uh, so this, um, I hope this has been an uh, informative episode, uh, an enriching episode for you. Uh, just a little bit of insight into how I study. Uh, it's really just simple, just a few websites and just letting the text of Scripture just stick with me for a while. Uh, if you have any questions about that, feel free to connect with me. Send me an email. I'll put my email link in the in the resources below and you can just, uh, I would love to hear from you. If you have any other ways or any other maybe tips or tricks that I haven't heard of before and you want to share them with me, uh, be sure to do that too. Just send me an email. Uh, uh, let me know kind of other ways that you, that you have found that you have uh, really benefited from in your studies and your reading of scripture. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed what you heard today. Uh, be sure to subscribe to this show if you're not already. You can do so on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. If you're feeling gracious today, you can leave me a review. The five-star ones are greatly appreciated. I thank you so much for listening, uh, for the, all the comments and for all the questions and for all the subscribers. I'll see you on the next episode, guys. Blessings. Blessings.